Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, friends and neighbors, welcome back to Monster Movie Funtime Go and our 31 Days of Horror. Day number 25. My special guest today is my brother Gabriel. Say hello to the folks, Gabriel. Hey, everybody. Good Good to, I guess, not see you again, but good for you to hear me again. Gabriel Since was last year, last year discussing a, a movie or two. What did we talk about last time? We did the Scooby Doo films. That's right. Because I do not watch horror movies. Right, right. And for a long time, Scooby Doo Two was our most listened to episode. Really? Yeah. It's That's still, it's ridiculous. Still num- it's still number two. Are you serious? Yep. I I don't know how or why that happened. I don't either. We had a huge bump last month on Gamera versus Virus. I think because we were featured on Samsung podcasts. So it blew past everything. Right. But. So it knocked me out of contention. It knocked you out of first place. All right. We're well, distant second. We're right reclaiming now. that with with today's episode. <laughs> so since Gabriel hates horror movies so much, I tried getting him to watch a couple and he was like, I can't do it. Can we talk about Hotel Transylvania? Instead? Well, it's got monsters. It does. It is a monster movie. It's a monster movie. It's not a, a horror. It is not a horror movie, but it is a monster movie. And the name of the show is Monster Movie. There's parts that are kind of scary. Not horror movie, fun time go. Maybe to infants. Yeah. When his face goes all red and he growls. <laughs> right. Man, if I was a kid, I would hate it. It is an animated film from 2012, 91 minutes, directed by Jenity. Tatakovsky. He's done a lot of the cartoons you might like. Did he do Johnny Bravo? I don't know. I only recently, uh, when I was down with the COVID, uh, I I was just... Mother, get up, get down with the COVID. (laughs) That's right. Uh, I I just, you know, was was in Austin for a job and then had to just isolate to not expose any of my friends or coworkers. And uh, so I just binge watched a ton of stuff because... I definitely wasn't like home here with all my stuff and projects to work on. I was, you know, kind of isolated and I watched Primal, uh, his new, well, they're in the second season, uh, his HBO series. And it was incredible. And I did not realize until we started doing this, he was the same guy who directed Hotel Transylvania. Um, he's brilliant. And now I'm going to go back. He did uh, uh, Samurai Jack, yes, which I've never seen, but now I want to go back and watch because I loved Primal so much. It was He's fantastic. He directed a number of episodes. He did not do Johnny Bravo, as I was thinking, but he's directed a, a number of episodes of other people's stuff. But he's the driving force behind Samurai Jack and, of course, Primal. Well, I never would have thought yeah. it by the animation style, but when you see the post credits when i rewatch or the credits for this that's much more his style of animation uh what's going on during that he's got something new out called uh unicorn warriors eternal i don't know what the heck that is but it's listed as this year that sounds creator and executive producer 
That sounds fun for sure. When I clicked on it, it just took me to a Cartoon Network article. Well, so. I, I, before we go any further, I feel the need to clarify. I don't hate horror films, as in I don't respect them as a genre. I think there's a lot of really well done and brilliant ones, and I've seen a few. I just have horrible nightmares just as is. I'm just a big baby, <laughs> and I get scared. I said this last time when, we wa- when I watched Ring, when I was in college with my other film student buddies, I had to unplug my TV and put it in the closet for a week. My <laughs> imagination is too overactive. Well, that one, I can't. The TV is actually part of the horror. So. Exactly. And I would just look at it and be like, nope, that Folks, gal's it, climbing out at any moment. I got to get rid of that thing. If you haven't listened to it yet, go back and listen to my friend Rachel and I discussing The Ring. <laughs> so just want to throw that out there. I'm not, I, I don't judge anyone for liking horror film movies. I understand the appeal. I can't handle it personally. So we have Adam Sandler as Count Drac Dracula. Andy Samberg as Jonathan Johnny Longren. Selena Gomez as Mavis Dracula. Sadie Sandler is young Mavis. I'm assuming that's Adam's daughter. It is, and she also voices the um, little wolf child. Ah. Kevin James as Frankenstein. Technically, Frankenstein's a monster. Steve Buscemi as Wayne. So this is not a universal production because otherwise the werewolf would be named Larry. Right. Because Dracula and Frankenstein are in the public domain. I assume that Larry Talbot as the Wolfman is not. You know, Wayne's a funnier name than Larry, (laughs) I guess. CeeLo Green as Murray the Mummy. Fran Drescher as Eunice, Frankenstein's wife. Molly Shannon as Wanda, a female werewolf, Wayne's heavily pregnant wife, and Eunice's best friend. David Spade as Griffin, the Invisible Man. That is the name of the Invisible Man from the novel, which is also public domain. John Lovitz as Quasimodo. Oh, Quasimodo Wilson is his full name. Uh, Sadie Sandler again as Winnie, as you said, the werewolf daughter. Jim Weiss as Lunell. Wait, is that the same daughter in the next two movies? What do you... There's a werewolf daughter in the next two movies. Yes. There seems to be an... an, if, If she's Winnie in all of them, and not just a younger sister that looks just like Winnie, there's an age problem. Why? She ends up being friends with, uh, not to get too far ahead of the plot, <laughs> with, with John, Mavis and Johnny Mavis's kid. kid, who's presented as being the same age. Right, but he's human. Yeah. Monsters age differently, because Mavis is celebrating her 118th birthday. Right, but werewolves, werewolves are difficult to kill. But I don't think they're immortal age-wise. Yeah, but they're not they really they're age. not really werewolves in this series. They're more like wolfmen. We don't see him change back and forth. We don't. Do we? we don't. He's just well. I mean, I guess in Transformia, the fourth film, that we will not do an episode on. <sighs> no, because Tardowski's no, no longer directing, get, and Adam Sandler. But they gone. all get changed into. He's not going back and forth between. Right. Them. Well, he. We, you said we don't see him as human. We do in the fourth. Yeah, but, but that's all... not because of nature. Right. Um. So yeah, I don't <laughs> consider them them werewolves really because they don't ever. We, we never I mean, see called, him. They're called werewolves here, but he is in wolf form all the time. Right. Uh, anyway, Jim Weiss as Lunell and, and, sorry, Jim Weiss and Lunell as the shrunken heads. 
that serve as the do not disturb signs mm-hmm. on Mavis's door. Chris Parnell is Mr. Fly. Brian George is a suit of armor. Brian Stack as the pilot of the airplane. Jackie Sandler as Martha. That's Dracula's wife, Mavis's mother. Rob Riggle as skeleton husband. Paul Britton as Mr. Gooligan, a zombie plumber. Brian McCann as a hairy monster that resembles a Yeti. Why not just as the Yeti? <laughs> well, and they call him Bigfoot at some point too, don't they? I I think maybe there was two different. Wasn't there a brown guy and a and a white guy? Oh, maybe. There might be a Bigfoot. In I one. don't see color. There might be. <laughs> Get out. There might be a a Bigfoot in one movie and a Yeti in another. Uh, and then there's a Hydra named Mr. Hydraberg, and his various heads are Jim Weiss, Paul Britton, Johnny Solomon, Craig Kelman, and Brian McCann. So, Gabriel, your opening thoughts on this movie. I love the Hotel Transylvania series. I've, like, when a new one comes out, get, have gotten excited and looked forward to it in anticipation to see the new one. Uh, I mean, the first one's the best, hands down. I haven't rewatched the second, third one yet uh, for this. But, you know, they start getting more and more off track. And I mean, they're cartoons. They're they're not designed for me anyway. Right. They're made for kids. But I I love Adam Sandler. Uh, Kevin, uh, his... Kevin, not Smith. The the James. James, yes, Kevin James. Uh, I was gonna say the the King of Queens guy. Uh, I love Kevin James. Yeah, I mean they're good fun. They're silly. You know, there there's nothing. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm just a big fan of, of cartoons. Uh, you know, I like them. They don't they don't give me nightmares. So. Yeah, and I, I thought it was a really touching film about uh, a parent losing their spouse and how difficult that is to then not overprotect your child and your other loved ones as a result of that tragedy. Um, maybe that's a little bit deeper than you were wanting to get, but you know that's what's going on. Dracula lost his wife. And as a result, he doesn't want Mavis to ever enter the human world yeah. and shields her and protects her and finally realizes his mistake, corrects it, and puts her happiness ahead of his grief. Uh-huh. And, you know, I think for a lot of kids out there and, you know, maybe single parents who lost someone to tragedy, it might give them... I haven't lost a significant other tragedy. I don't have any damn kids, thankfully. <laughs> um, but I could imagine for someone like that, it could be a beautiful thing to watch with their kid. It could be really uh, helpful. Okay. I don't know that that was their intention. It's just what I kept thinking about as I was watching it last time. It just, uh, for me, it just leaves me with lots of questions about vampire reproduction. Oh, yeah. As I mean, people, you got to throw that out the window. As people who've listened to all these episodes know <laughs> I have issues with uh, vampires uh, having sex. And, okay. And how repro- vampire reproduction works. Are they not allowed? So, I, I missed these they, episodes, I guess. Vampires shouldn't be having sex because, one, they're dead. And two, they, oh, well. and two, they reproduce infectiously, not sexually. 
you make more vampires by biting the living and turning them into vampires. Not, and they're double dipping? Not by having baby vampires. Right. So, so they can't double dip, that, they can't do both? Well, just how does that work if they're dead? How are they still producing eggs and sperm? I mean, how are they walking around and living and breathing anyway? But right, okay. I just, I, the thing is, it's, it's part of their thing that they, they are dead and they only reproduce by making other people dead. Sure. So to have them also reproduce the way normal humans do is like getting off topic and missing the point of it all. But it's a kid's movie, so sure, he's got a baby vampire who gets older. So, right, because, yeah, it's Because she shouldn't age either. Well, yeah, that is, you know... How do they decide? And if, if they're immortal, then when do they stop aging? Because he, right. clear, he clearly... Well, we don't know when he became a They don't go into that. They don't care. No, they we don't know care. at least 100 years, because yeah. that's how... 118. Right. Because that's how old Mavis is. So she aged very slowly. Right. Because she seems like she's 18, even though she's 118. Well, yeah, I mean, that's the whole joke. Right. You know, she's 18. But was he born a vampire, or did he become a vampire when he was, like, 40? Because he seems like maybe he's 40. You know, I, I didn't... <laughs> I didn't look that deeply into the um, vampire lore right? as far as how bad they were <laughs> butchering it. That's okay. Now, I do like how they were good, sucking its blood dry. I like, a, I like a monster team up. I grew up watching the Universal Monster movies. Mm -hmm. That was the first shared universe, which for some reason Universal is unable to reproduce. But yeah. Adam Sandler's been able to do it. Right. Yeah, that was a shame. Yeah, I was really excited about the whole them rebooting the Universal yeah, Monster. Like, you guys did this 40, 50, 60 years ago. Why can't you get your shit together now? Yeah. How about you just sit down and plan it out instead of just taking random shots in the dark and seeing or throwing everything right. at the wall or whatever? Anyway, I do like a shared monster universe. I have a certain nostalgia for things like the Monster Squad Saturday morning TV show. I did not know there was a Monster Squad TV show. Monster Squad the movie is not in any way based on that show, but it. I don't know if they had to get permission to use that name. Oh, it was before. Yeah, it was before. Okay. Sometimes you make a movie that's not at all related, like the movie Starman. They had to get permission from DC Comics to use the name Starman, even though that movie has nothing to do with the DC Comics right. character of Starman. This Monster Squad has the same characters in it, but in a different role. The Monster Squad TV show was wax figures of Frankenstein, Dracula, and Wolfman who come to life in a museum at night and get sent out by missions by their tech geek to right their wrongs. I guess their spirits inhabit these wax figures. They're making up for their past misdeeds. Mm-hmm. But they are, during the day, figures in a wax museum. Okay. So I guess somehow... That sounds It's one of these things where... or awful. Oh, it's terrible. But it's one of these things where a narrator just tells you at the beginning of the episode what the premise is, and then they get on with shit, and they don't go into detail. Was this like black and white? No, no. Or 60s, 70s? 70s. 70s. Low budget is all yeah, get yeah. out, I'm Sar guessing? Saturday morning. Okay. Live, live action Saturday morning. Okay. Then there was, a few years later, there was a cartoon called Drack Pack. Don't remember that one. Which was Dracula Jr., a Frankenstein monster and a wolfman who seemed like human, but then they would sort of turn into their monster forms. And they worked for 
Dracula himself, Big D, who would send them out on missions to do shit. Okay. So I have nostalgia for that nonsense. So, uh, you know, sure, throw a bunch of monsters in a movie together. And you're a happy man. I'm, I'm for it. Monster Squad was great. I remember yeah. seeing that at the Scott Theater. Yeah. With, uh, I guess, probably Danny. Noel might have been with us, but I he might have been too young. I don't think that werewolf's name Larry either. Uh, now, I was just watching an, a slightly funny thing that I noticed. Uh, I, I, sorry, I was reading through uh, IMDb and the trivia for Hotel Transylvania. Uh, you were talking about Buscemi's werewolf mm-hmm. in Hubie's Halloween. Yes, they have the character who believes he's a werewolf. Right, and right. They use I don't know if his name's Wayne or if they change his name in the fourth one. Mm-hmm. But in the fourth film, he says the same name as the character from Hubie Halloween, okay. and it seemed like that was it's a direct. Been a while since I've seen that one. I think that's why he might not have been in Sandler. Might not have been in the fourth one. He had that new Netflix deal. He had just finished Uncut Gems. Right. He might not have time. Yeah. But a bunch of them are in the fourth one. Most of them are. Yeah, including Kevin Selena, James is Selena Gomez. Kevin James isn't and uh, Sandler isn't. Right. And probably a few others. But I, no, I think pretty much everybody but else. I mean, Selena, All the core cast, yeah. Selena Gomez is in it. it no. You know, they might have made it more about Selena Gomez and, right. and Adam Sandberg. Yeah. And, and he's, he doesn't do the voice in the cartoon either. Yeah, there's the a series. Yeah, the series, series cartoon. Now. It's a prequel. Oh, I can't I remember now. I haven't watched it. I, I watched like two episodes and just didn't. Growing up in the hotel. Maybe, yeah. She's a little bit younger. Uh, Dracula was not as much of a character. It was mm-hmm. definitely Mavis was the main character now. Right. Um, and in the later films, it's still kind of an on. I mean, Sandler's still the main character, or Dracula's still the main character, but it becomes more of an ensemble. It feels like. Uh huh. Which I always like. I like ensemble films. Okay. Uh, I've got a summary here from Wikipedia, as we always do. Thank you, Wikipedia. But it is long, so I'm going to try to summarize the summary Okay. <laughs> as we go through this plot. Uh, first, let's take a quick break, and then we'll come back with the plot. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline and we're back in 1895 after his wife martha was killed by an angry human mob count dracula commissions and builds a massive monsters only hotel in transylvania in which he raises his daughter mavis so he's created this safe place for monsters to come yeah like i was saying it does seem like trauma I don't want of to get, losing his wife. I don't want to get too far ahead, but it seems like in the later movies, they're just there all the time. <laughs> yeah. But in this one, we see all the monsters arriving for their vacations. Well, that's also Mavis's birthday. Yes, that's true. Everybody's coming for her birthday party. So we got a Frankenstein, his wife, Eunice, the werewolf family. There's a sort of a running joke about the werewolves, I guess, because they're wolves. They have litters. Yeah. So he just has a shit ton of kids. There's a lot. And she's pregnant right now. And they're just uncontrollable monsters. 
the Invisible Man is there. Murray the Mummy. Uh, in so it's her Mavis's hundred eighteenth birthday, and he's going to let her leave the castle. He's told her she can't go out until she's one hundred eighteen. Right. Time has come, and he's like, "Oh shit! I didn't think this day was ever actually going to get here." <laughs> right. Well, but he's been planning ahead for it. I probably said that a hundred years ago. That's true. He has this whole thing. So she wants to go out and explore the world. He thinks it's too dangerous. So she goes to the nearby human village, and it does not go well. Well, but it's it's a fake human village. Well, yeah. We find out then after she after everything goes horribly and she runs away, we find out he set up a fake village populated by his zombies wearing human masks. Yeah, it's great fun. And uh, told them to react badly to her. Well, yeah, but then they mess up and accidentally set themselves on fire and it gets <laughs> even worse than anticipated yeah. and it, he's kind of mad at them but then realizes oh wait now she's even more right terrified of humans but there's this uh you know kind of hippie guy backpacking across europe who ends up getting dragged back to the hotel through all of these shenanigans he ends up at the hotel yes johnny played by adam sandberg yeah Yes, uh, and the uh, uh, Dracula, instead of just, you know, eating him, disguises him as a Frankenstein-esque monster to pass him off as Frank's cousin, Johnny Stein. Uh, I, can't, I don't remember why he can't just leave. They accidentally see him. Right. He's trying to get him. He doesn't want everybody to panic. Right. Because, because, because if they is, see a human there, right, and he's told everyone for so many years how in, awful in, they are in their world, human, the man is the real monster. But he's not, you know, because Dracula's not really a bad guy. You know, no. he, he, Johnny says to him at one point, "Are you going to drink my blood?" He's like, "No, we don't do that anymore. <laughs> we, you know, have these supplements or whatever." Yeah. <clears throat> so Jonathan soon encounters Mavis and the two zing, unable to get Johnny out of the. They fall in love at first sight. Yes. And they have this whole thing about you only zing once. You only I, zing once, which man. I thought was bullshit. Uh so they um he can't get Johnny out of the hotel, so he tells everybody that he's a party planner. So that because he plans lame old fashioned parties, so he brought Johnny in to to spice things up. Yeah, and which actually works. <laughs> he's right. a big hit. Everybody loves it. Uh, but Drak tries to get rid of him, and he's brought back by Mavis, who doesn't know yet that he's a real, that he's a, a human. real live boy. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that he's a human, or that he's having a issue with her father. After being shown the beauty of a sunrise by Johnny, Mavis is inspired to give humans another chance. Does he put a motorcycle helmet on her? They wrote that wrong because she doesn't know he's human yet. No, but I think he's just. Um, oh well she, she decides to travel yeah because yeah. he tells her about all the traveling he's done yeah and she's like well I'll go travel with yeah. you let's go travel so um, talking to him makes her think oh maybe humans are wrong he's dealt with humans and they're fine. sure well now she feels like she has this partner in crime this traveling partner yeah. you know someone she can go do this with who's but does he done it does he show her the sunrise by putting a motorcycle helmet on her no he just hides her behind his shoulder in the shadow oh, okay. of the thing. It was I didn't like then that who does part. That? Her dad puts a motorcycle helmet on her when he's teaching her to fly. Oh I just when thought I just remembered because there's a scene where they're gonna do that in 
what we do in the shadows uh-huh. and it doesn't work. Go, okay. Um, and I remember seeing, I thought I saw a moment like that in the cartoon and thinking, oh, it worked here. Maybe they did it here for, maybe that's where oh, right. what we do in the shadows got the idea. Uh, maybe it's in one of the second and third films that or I haven't seen in a while. It might be. In, I don't it, recall that. It might be in one of the Blade movies. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Uh, yeah, it could be some vampires wearing motorcycle helmets in, in Blade. Right. No, that part was a little, I mean, you got to suspend your disbelief of, you know, the whole vampire mythology and everything. Because, yeah. yeah, she just kind of hides behind his shoulder. But if you can, you know, it's like the stage thing. If, if, if the audience can see you, you can see them. Mm-hmm. So if you can see the sun, so maybe she wasn't looking at the sun directly and she was uh-huh. just looking at the sunset, uh-huh. you know, the, the clouds and the, the sky to the side of the sun. <laughs> But she was in a shadow, though. Yeah, okay. uh, you know, it didn't hit her. It, it's a cartoon. What are you going to do? So uh, Quasimodo, though the sh- hotel chef, uh, who runs fig- Hunchbacks, figures out that Johnny's a human and kidnaps him to cook him. Drac intervenes and magically freezes Quasimodo to keep him from telling anyone. And Drac takes Johnny to his quarters and shows him a painting of Martha and. He learns how why he built the hotel and why he's overprotective of Mavis, and I think we get some backstory that we didn't have yet, maybe. So, yes, because Johnny recognizes her in the painting and says, "Oh, yeah. that's the woman from the castle. I've been there." And da 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 da. Yeah. He goes, "That's not the real story." So he um, decides to go ahead and leave. Well, because Dracula tells him, "Hey, are humans going to be any different, or are they going to kill my daughter right. if they find her?" And convinces him that. You know, yes, you love my daughter, maybe, and she loves you, but it's not good for her in the long run. And so Johnny does the, you know, what he believes is the right thing under the information he's been given of, okay, well, I'm going to sacrifice my happiness for Mavis's safety. But uh, Drake tells him to wait till after the party, though, so he doesn't ruin it. Yes, because she's in love with him and she's going to be sad that he's Uh, leaving. And they begin to bond and have fun together. The party is a great success. Is that when they're like racing around on the tables and stuff. I thought that was before she got kidnapped by Quasimodo. Like they slowly uh-huh. start having fun together. Yeah. Cause they had a little bit of fun on that. And then they saves them from Quasimodo. Yeah. And then their buddies again. So the parties the next night, it's a big hit. And Mavis looks forward to opening a gift from her mother that uh, her mother, Martha. <laughs> Why did you say that name? <laughs> if you're a dead mother, your name's Martha. Yep. Uh, it, however, uh, when Johnny and Mavis share their first kiss, Drac overreacts and in his outburst inadvertently confesses to this, to deceiving Mavis with the town. Then Quasimodo comes in still partly frozen and Mr. Fly translates because that's his thing. He can understand. Yeah. You know, he's a fly (laughs) and it all comes out that Johnny's a human and everybody loses their shit. They do. They're very upset about it. Except for Mavis. Uh, but Johnny um, says, no, I, I don't. He gets to that. Get out of here, boy. Go on, get. Right. <laughs> he pretends like he's not interested for her sake and to sort of keep his deal with Dracula and leaves. Uh, Mavis is heartbroken and goes on the roof with her mother's gift and Drac follows her and it turns out it's a book that talks about how Drac and Martha zinged and fell in love. And Drac realizes he doesn't 
know anymore humankind's real tolerance of monsters, what their tolerance is. Mm-hmm. And so he apologizes to everybody and persuades his buddies to go out into the human world to try to find Johnny. <laughs> and they use uh, Winnie's werewolf tracking abilities. Wayne hasn't tracked in a long time. so he's, Right, he's old. He's old. But Winnie can tell and he, that he he's headed to the airport. He's changed too many diapers because yeah, of so many damn kids. That's right. Winnie can tell what flight he's on and that he booked the vegetarian meal and everything. Mm-hmm. So they head into town and run into a big monster festival along the way. I think they do kind of have things like this in Transylvania. Oh, for, probably. For the tourists. Yeah, I'm sure. I mean, you can go visit Castle Dracula. Right. Though I think there's some dispute whether it's actually Castle Dracula or not. Whether it's Law of the Impalers or not? Yeah. And uh, I'm sure they have a festival in the big t- oh, there's tourist gotta be. traps and yeah. stuff. So uh, every they come into town and everybody seems to love monsters. And Frankenstein tries to scare them all and they just applaud <laughs> instead. So he gets the humans to agree to help. And a bunch of men dressed as vampires make a cape tunnel. Yeah, to protect him from the to protect him from the sun. Drac uses that to get to the. I mean, before that, it's a sun hat that's protecting him. Yeah, so <laughs> they're they're playing pretty loose with the sun. Yeah, but he uh, gets to the airport and sees the plane taking off and gives chase in bat form. Well, now in Dracula, though, he is out walking around in the daytime. I think Van Helsing tells us he is powerless at sunup and sundown and at noon. And the rest of the time he's fine. And there's a scene. Well, that's a bunch of There's nonsense. a scene. It's in the book, and it's also in that movie, Bram Stoker's Dracula, where Harker and his wife are out in the daytime, and he sees a man that looks like Count Dracula, but he's young now, and he and he's like, "Oh my god, oh shit, <laughs> that looks like Dracula grown young." Doesn't realize yet that that's actually that is who he is, but he seems to be walking around in the sunlight just fine. In that movie, they have him wearing sunglasses. To... My whole... Well, all right. In the in the Frank Langella... I guess everything's a lie. In the Frank Langella one, he's out... It's all a sham. In the Frank Langella one, there's a scene where he's out in the sunlight. And yet, there's a scene at the end where they kill him by pulling him out in the sunlight. So... <laughs> So it just depends on the time, of the angle of the I, sun? I don't know. I don't know. If, if it's st- coming directly from the side I'm or not, it's right above you. I don't recall if they staked him first and then dragged him in the sun, and that's mm-hmm. why it affected him when it didn't before. But yeah. I'm, well, like near dark, right? The, yeah. There's a They're shooting holes through the van or something, and just a little bit of light's coming through, and it's right. well, messing them up. That's the thing. Each thing makes up its own rules. Right. So well, not, it's, the not same, every, it's the same with zombies. Not everybody felt... So a lot I of zombies think, have different... So Van Helsing never tells us that sunlight will destroy him. It just makes him powerless at certain times. So he can't fly or... Right. And that's when you... That's have, a good time to, to stake a bat. Right. right. Or have super strength. Yeah. Or... Uh, anyway, he turns into bat form and starts following the plane, and the sun is burning him up, but he just goes anyway. Yes, because he's now sacrificing <laughs> what is best for his daughter Yeah, rather than what he believes is best for his daughter. But well, uh, he doesn't just instantly burst into flame and turn into ash, though. It, it just is burning him slowly. And yes. Then he gets up to the the windshield. If it were if it were an adult film, he would have died. Yeah. 
that would he would have sacrificed himself. He would have landed and been able to say, "Oh, take care of my daughter," and then died. But since it's a cartoon, he survives it. Uh, yeah, pour a little blood in those ashes. He'll be fine. So he uh, gets up to the windshield of the cockpit and takes over the pilot's mind and makes him use the PA to communicate with Johnny. Yes, and apologizes and tells him to come back, and then forces the pilot to turn the plane around. Drac returns Johnny to Mavis, announcing that he approves of Johnny. Johnny confesses to Mavis that their zing was mutual, and the two kiss. The monsters finish celebrating Mavis's party, impressing the hotel guests. And is that when they play the Monster Mash? Uh, I don't recall now, because it might be during the credits. It's listed on the soundtrack. Uh, there is, I mean, during the party, there's an awful, you know hip-hop rap song that they do and then adam sandler does a, a rap hip-hop i mean you know it's it's fun for kids but it's it's pretty bad musically um you know it's clever it's catchy but uh yeah As sandler has some great songs out there this was not this was not one of them I don't know if he wrote his part or if he just if he just performed it. Well, he wrote the zing. Oh yeah, well there we go. Written by Adam Sandler, Robert Smigel, and Dennis White. Took three guys to write that song. Hey, that's a lot less than most songs out there these days. Hush, little baby, performed by Adam Sandler. I like when any t I love this when I see this in a movie credit when somebody just sings a little bit of row 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 your boat or something. Mm -hmm. They'll. They have to, they'll put it in the credits. Row, row, row your boat, performed by... Right. Uh, oh, the fabulous Baker Brothers. She just makes up some peas commercial that she got a, at, at the end. She's like, well, I got a job doing a jingle for peas. And she just sings a few lines of it. Mm -hmm. And she gets a writing and performing credit really? in the credits. Yeah, <laughs> I wonder if that's a you know ASCAP or BMI or some sort of. I guess it must be. Yeah, seems like it. But yeah, it's not a proper. It's not a proper tune at all. It's nothing right. anybody would have actually sung. It's clearly the actress just made this up because mm. they didn't bother to give her an actual tune. To right, sing. she sings jingle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, it was like peas, peas, try our peas. <laughs> It's terrible. Well, carefully, we're going to have to pay copyright That's fees right. on that. That's right. Have to pay uh, Michelle Pfeiffer a royalty. Okay, so Gabe, what are you going to rate? How many pumpkins out of five are you going to give Hotel Transylvania? Um, I mean, well, what's our? What are we rating exactly? Like, well, a five. It, I'm not saying this is Casablanca. No, or no, Brazil. no. It's 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 simple. But one, one is I hated it. Okay. Two is I didn't like it. Three, it was okay. Four, I liked it. Five, I loved it. Oh, then we're so going five all the way. It's just a personal, subjective scale of how you felt about it. Okay. In the huge history of cinema, no, not that big a deal. As a fun, definitely if I had kids, uh -huh. uh, I would watch this film with them, for sure. Right. Uh, I've watched it several times. Like, I love to play cartoons to fall asleep to. Right. And I've I've seen Hotel Transylvania more times than I can... Well, I've seen the first five to ten minutes of Hotel Transylvania <laughs> more times than I can count, and then woken up in various parts of it, right? Only to go back to sleep. Um, 
Yeah, it's great. It's good fun. I mean, there's some little things here and there that, you know, were kind of silly or, or I was just like, oh, kind of rolling my eyes at. And then remembering, well, this wasn't designed for a 45-year-old man. It's designed right. for a 14-year-old or even younger than that, you know, 10-year-old kid. Yeah. So just... Uh, uh, let your inner child out and enjoy okay. a silly ass cartoon. Okay. Yeah. As far as ratings, remember, Siskel Niebuhr used to just rate thumbs up and thumbs down. That's which true. Which was just, should you see it or not? Right. So Casablanca and Hotel Transylvania might both get a thumbs up, but they're not equal. Well, one thing that I thought was really cool too, you know, like the monsters were all friends in the film, uh-huh. but a lot of them were friends in real life. I don't know how close they were with CeeLo Green. Right. Or if he was just hot at the time, because <laughs> right. he was really big there for a while. He did yeah, something yeah. and screwed up. I don't remember <laughs> what, but somehow he got himself canceled. I don't uh, remember that. Or Sean. Yeah, I don't, I don't, because he was on, you know, The Voice. I or just assumed he didn't have another. The hit. one with the chair. <laughs> okay. No, he got kicked off of that and he, oh, wow. they don't have him in the sequels. So okay. I imagine that might be part of maybe that too. But, you know, it's got David Spade and Adam Sandler working together and, uh, you know, Kevin James, who's their buddy. Yeah. Um, I kept thinking in my head, who would who would Chris Farley have been? Oh, if he was still alive, I imagine he would have gotten Murray. Well, why wasn't Chris Rock in it? I don't know. But yeah, Sandler does have a tendency to work with his friends. Yeah, I, I mean, I was kind of surprised. Like even once they replaced CeeLo, they used Keegan, so yeah. they've decided that he's you know going to be African American, which you know right. mummies are Egyptian, so it makes more sense. Um. Than a white guy. Well, but but you, could you know why did why did Chris Rock not step in you, at that you point? You could try to find an Egyptian guy. Well, yeah, <laughs> here's a crazy uh, idea. I, it might not. It could have been the budget. I mean, yeah. at that point, Adam Sandler's going to be a lot of money. Selena Gomez, even though she wasn't as big, I mean, she's always been pretty. You know, through her what Disney films? Did I mention the budget earlier? No, eighty-five million. And I would say a lot of that was probably for the actors. Box office. Three hundred and fifty-eight point four million. I had seen this earlier. The second and third ended up making more, but their budget was less. But I imagine it went from like eighty-five million to eighty million. Uh-huh. But they didn't have to pay for character design, right? So five million. Now yeah. the characters are already designed. Yeah, they just got to animate them again. Yeah. So that might have been a huge part of the initial budget, right. doing that much character design. Uh-huh. A lot of artists get screwed right. as far as percentage of what they should be making royalty-wise. Uh-huh. Um, you know, it's long, horrible hours. But the royalty, that comes later. That's not part of the budget. Well, no, no but they're not going to get royalty. You yeah. know, most of your guys drawing it and making it happen aren't getting any yeah. royalties, yeah. I imagine. That just seems I mean, like, Tardowski probably did. I know animation can be expensive, but that seems like a lot. Well, I mean, they're probably making, you know, I, don't, I hope they're making 20 to 50 bucks an hour, but... Right. But, did knows? They, but yeah, did 10 or 20 of that go to Adam Sandler? Oh, I'm know? sure. I would say, I mean, just guessing, probably 60 mil. You know, Sandler had to have made four to five. David Spade, at least a million. Selena Gomez was probably two to three. Uh-huh. Sandberg was probably two to three. CeeLo was probably at least two to three. Yeah. You know? I have no idea. I don't know what animation pays. To sit in a booth like we are now yeah. for a week, <laughs> two weeks probably for that whole damn thing. No, animes are getting nowhere near what the voice talent is is making. That's for sure. Um, but yeah, it was fun. I was, I was so glad when I heard they were making a second 
because I wanted to see these characters again. I was excited about the third. I was excited about the fourth until I heard Sandler was gone. And right. just, ah. All right. You know, <laughs> like like the James Bond films. Uh-huh. If you're going to recast Dracula. Yeah. Right? Uh-huh. Then they should have changed his appearance. You give me a new <laughs> voice actor. Too. You give me a new voice actor. I want a new. I face. haven't watched it though. Is the guy sound like? You know, is he trying? Oh, to I'm sound sure he's like doing him? his. I'm lost. I don't remember. I mean, they hired a guy that apparently they hired a guy that does impressions. Yeah, I'm sure he so. sounded. I mean, you could still tell it wasn't him. If you're really listening, which yeah. I'm gonna do. Yeah. You know, that's just the way my brain works. No, the cartoon you keep looking the same. Yeah, some kids, you know, little kid may not have noticed it. That's who it's for, though. Well, I know. So you're not going to do a redesign because... I, th- I just think it would be cool. Uh, so for comparison, League of Super Pets came out this year. Its budget was $90 million. That's so... But that's got The Rock... And Kevin Hart, Kevin right? Hart in it and a bunch of Gal- other... Is Gal Gadot in it? No, it's uh, Jamil... Uh, yeah, but they probably... Keanu, Keanu Reeves is Batman. John Krasinski... Vanessa Baird, Natasha Leon, Diego Luna, I don't know. You do know Diego Luna. Uh, wasn't he the guy who was just in Werewolf? No. No. Oh, I know the name, and I know I've seen him in stuff. He's not the guy who's been in... Uh, Jamila Jamil is Wonder Woman. Pick on Diego's picture, because I know I, I know him, and I don't want to sound like the all Mexicans look alike. Yes, okay. I knew I'd seen him in something recently. He's the he's in the new Andor Disney series. Oh yeah, I haven't watched that. He's good. I like his. I like him. Is he Andor? Uh yeah, yeah. Cassie and Andor. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that's why I don't. I can't. Re- it's I, the best Star Wars thing I, that's come out since the original three. Well, Rogue One was terrible, and I don't remember anything about anybody that was in it. Uh, which is why I don't remember that. Well, I saw like a whole damn movie with this guy in it. Right. So I liked Mandalorian. Anyway, that's a whole we're getting off yeah, on a whole okay. nother. So I'm grading this movie three. Okay, wait, but how much do you think between Rock and Kevin Hart of oh, that ninety million? Half of it, at least. You think so? Yeah, maybe. I'd believe it. I'd believe unless it. Unless they took to look it, that up. Unless they took it on the back end. They might have. That's the. I mean, in theory, that's the way to. To I mean, you want to get both. Yeah. But you know, Jack Nicholson, when he did the Joker, yeah. man. Yep. Getting that that percentage deal it also means he's played two different dc characters who dwayne johnson he's now played super dog he's played crypto and crypto black, crypto the super crypto dog and black, black adam. adam yeah um he has so he's up there with uh chris evans who played two two marvel characters and there's a whole bunch of people oh right because he was in there's fantastic a, there's Four. a growing list of people who've been a marvel character and a dc character right jamil jamil jamila uh Wonder Woman and uh, Titania on She-Hulk. Right. Anyway, I'm giving this movie three pumpkins. Three? That's it? It was okay. It was okay. So you wouldn't have picked these if I hadn't? No, no, no. Not at all. Okay. (laughs) Not at all. It was fun. fun. It was okay. It was okay. I don't ever need to see it again. No? (laughs) No. Okay. I don't need to go to sleep on it. Okay, folks. That's going to wrap it up. We are... This movie is not... This episode is not going to be as heavily edited as normal. Yeah, well, so I got to get this out tonight. <laughs> right, so we'll be back. I'll see you. I'll y'all will hear my voice again for what we're doing. Hotel Trans- Transylvania two, two, yeah. Then yeah. Hotel Transylvania three, yes. And then, dun, 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 dun. oh yeah, we're gonna. It's Morbin time. Morbin time. I, I regret to inform you that it will soon be Morbin time. <laughs> 
We saw Morbius together on the double feature when we went to see what? Shang-Chi? No. Or was it Thor? Thor. Thor. It was Thor. It was double feature at the drive-in. I wanted to leave to not <laughs> spoil my palate and enjoy the memories of the great film that right. I watched. Someone insisted that we stay. I fell asleep twice. Unfortunately, now I have to watch that movie then again. Then we ran the battery down. Then we ran the battery I down. Get so out and missed the climax. Listen to the rest of the movie. Oh, but it was a bad, <laughs> it was a bad movie anyway. <laughs> yes, yes. And now I have to waste my time again to rewatch it. Yep, yep. So that you people that. can under you people can can hear our take on it with a. Sp- a, sp- a spice, a splash of a Werewolf by Night. Oh, are we going to talk about that too? I thought so. Yeah, sure. Compare two Marvel sure. things. Yeah, yeah. At least then on a positive because I don't want to just yeah, yeah. trash a film. Sure. Okay. We'll talk about that a little too. All right. Be back here tomorrow. Remember, keep calm and seek shelter in basements. And don't take wooden nickels. <laughs> <laughs> and don't misuse science. And don't misuse science. I won't see you, but you will hear me next time on Monster Movie Fun Time Go! Fun Time Go! You've been listening to Monster Movie Fun Time Go! If you enjoyed the show, please rate and review us on your podcasting platform of choice. Our theme song is by the Texacato Folk Rock Punk featuring Lita Lopez. You can support the show, find links to our social media, and even leave us a voice message at anchor.fm slash mnftg. Fun Time Go!